Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We had to stop because uh, one of the convoys ahead of us dealt with an IED. And um, so we were there for a couple hours and I finally had to go pee. And, and I'm in full uniform. Um, uh, and you wear a lot of gear. You wear the chest vest the Kevlar helmet or, you know, um, goggles, all the fun stuff, the gloves. And I had to pee. So I, I go out to go pee and I, it's all, I'm, I'm attached to an infantry unit cause I was a medic. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just want a little bit of space, not, not about 10 steps is about right. as, as far as I'm willing to go. And there's this weird thing about being in the desert is it's kind of like the horizons comes up quickly and all things can pop out out of nowhere and be really close to you. And these, this, this old, uh, it's just this car that looks rag, you know, it, it's kind of raggedy, just flies out of nowhere. <clears throat> and you're peeing. And I'm peeing. Full pe- I have to take everything down. I've got my M4 across my lap, and I'm doing like a full squat hold. Um, and I'm sure I've got some <laughs> very granny panty giant, you know, yeah. things on because that's the way you live. And they pull up, and they're talking so fast. I couldn't hear what they were saying. It was just... And I'm I'm trying to keep my composure, and the gunner on top's like, Hagen, that's my old ass name. Hagen, Hagen, what's going on? What's going on? And I'm trying to hear what they're saying, and I'm like, oh, halt. And I'm saying, Imchi, which is go away. Um, yeah, yeah. Imchi, uh, agaf, agaf, which is stop. Um, and then I... I'm trying to figure out what's going on. And I'm literally stand up so bold, right? And I'm not, my underwear is now totally to my boots. My pole pants are down. I'm standing there very confident, holding my M4, not, you know, aiming it at them, but just trying to be very dominant. Yeah. Full crotch. Full crotch is facing them. Keep in mind, this is a culture you can't even show your face. Right. So they're seeing my full everything. Yes. Oh my <laughs> and God. they're like kind of looking around, but they're at one point, the guy is just like, I'm committed to staring. And I'm right. like, and you can't see anything, too, because it's not like grooming was a big uh, high priority for me. So I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right. I'm sure at that point it's like, whatever. Let's call her Harriet Pye. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and honestly, they probably didn't even realize a female until I finally started talking to them because oh. you, your hair is so slick back. And so uh, all of a sudden I finally understand they're saying Iraqi EOD, which is the the bomb uh, ordinance that where they explode. So they were, they were um, an Iraqi army that were there to help us. Right, right, right. But you have no idea. I had that time I had the gunner yelling at me, make the call, make the call. And I'm just like, and so then I do this like side bend backwards as I'm still holding my M4. Cause I want to see really like, okay, I still got this bend backwards, grab my <laughs> grab lower pants, pants. And I was like, oh my I'll go get our, our uh, platoon sergeant. I like waddle back to the vehicle. Oh and gosh. then like out of like preventing the look cool, I just kind of like flop into the back of the van. And I was but like, you meant to do all like, that. Like all yeah, of this. Like, cool. and that's, did they give you grief forever? Oh my God, forever. Yeah. 
they're like I'm I give her grief every time she's on the show. <laughs> I mean it's like it's a good story. It's one of those things where you're like I literally think I could pee anywhere now because, like, after that, after yeah. this this man just full on made eye contact yeah. with my crotch, it's like wow. they, shocking. I, I would have looked too. <laughs> Take a look. <laughs> Not at sight. You see all the time. Uh, this is American. Yeah. Well, just I mean, you know, a soldier. <laughs> I know. You know no, I know. It's yeah, just yeah. like the things that they probably tell now about Americans are like right. Americans don't groom. They probably tell their kids <laughs> these things. Don't groom. <laughs> they don't do much down there. Yeah. They're like. They got no shame. Yeah, or the strangest man. I could not see his penis. You know, did they even realize you were a woman? <laughs> I know. You know, lots. just a high pitch, yeah, right. panicky, and then waddled off into the sunset or oh the my the night. Oh, all right. Can we get just get back to the story that Variety is reporting? Yes, that Channing Tatum mm-hmm. is in final negotiations to join Sandra Bullock. In a movie. And yes. we, we had heard that she was doing this movie where she plays a reclusive romance novelist. Mm-hmm. Romancing the Stone is what comes to mind. Absolutely. Kathleen Turner. But mm-hmm. who was sure nothing could be worse than getting stuck on a book tour with her cover model for her very successful series of books. And it's the same cover model. Think of Fabio. Yes. And we had heard that Ryan Reynolds was the number one choice of Sandy because they haven't done anything since the proposal. And that was so good. They had great chemistry. Great chemistry. But apparently he's got conflicts with stuff he's got on the book. I don't think he makes for a great, like, kind of hunk. I mean, he's hot. I think he's hot. But like that, like, over the top muscles and not he he's got too much. I don't know. Like brains almost. Yes, thank you. Thank you. So anyway, so Channum, uh, which is our shortcut for Channing Tatum. We just like to call him Channum. Works for me. Um, Variety said, yep, he's the one. And so the plot would be that she's on this book tour with her cover model, Mm -hmm. Channing Tatum. And by, I mean, based on his Instagram, he's been working out for this. Yeah. Until a kidnapping attempt sweeps them both into a cutthroat jungle adventure. Proving life can be much stranger, stranger and more romantic than any of her fictions. I mean, we're so in on it. The book is called The Lost City of D, as in David, Desire, a donkey. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you cross your eyes on that one. I know. Anyway, oh. that's the name of the book. And uh, I mean, we are so. I love it. I love it. Because. If he's playing the cover model for her romance novel, yeah, it is a no-brainer, yeah, to do all these Fabio-style book covers of Chanum in character as posters for the movie. This is going to be hilarious, and his body be... is ready. I'm so excited for this. This will be so fun. And hmm. what could happen? What do you think they're going to fall in love in real no, life? Oh. No. Because she's got a boyfriend. She's had that guy, that photographer, yeah. very hot, hot guy. Yeah, yeah. But she's good friends with Jennifer Aniston. And um, Jennifer Aniston might enjoy meeting Chanum. You think so? As, as just a fun lover to See, get See, that over. would be... And he needs to start seeing somebody... 
and getting over. I think he struggled with his divorce for a while. And then he rebounded to Jesse J. Yeah, yeah, Tried yeah. to fall in love with the bridge, but yeah. he's still, there he is at the end of the day. I think, I I'm not opposed. I like this. I mean, one step closer to Jennifer Aniston. Do what you will with it, Gossip Genies. Here's the thing. I thought you were only backseat producing movies. I didn't understand that you're backseat producing everything. <laughs> You've got, I've got ideas. You've got thoughts. I've got ideas. You, well, well, we'll just tweet this out at them and get them to figure it anyway, out. Anyway, but Variety is reporting it, so that's pretty good sourcing. I... It, you know what bumps me out? I almost wish we didn't know about it so early because I feel like now I'm waiting well, so get long. Going. Get hurry going. up. Hurry up. What are you doing? Get your weird uh, Tom Cruise-like secret society uh, to film it. Right. <laughs> hey, the Americans. Yes. Oh, we started the Americans last Rocco, night. Look yeah, at you, what season I, are you on? I'm at the beginning of five, and I love it. Oh, we're, we've got a long way to go. Yeah. We, You know, I kept saying, okay, so the Americans, I get it. It's been out, what, till, since 2013, I think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Um, I kept going in the first episode. Are we, is this just all the first episode? All <laughs> this happens? My husband's like, you need to quit. Say, I kept going, this is, we're still in Epi one. Yeah. Course, he's like, first off, be quiet. We're trying to watch <laughs> right. it. I, can't, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, episode one's pretty good. Intense. Intense. Yes. I think my wife, with the first night, was like, nope, this isn't for me. You know, just because it is so tense. It's so intense. And right away, so right away, you know, they give all these things and, and right away they have an FBI uh, agent move next door and right away he's suspicious of them. And I just kept going, how can they do this for six yeah, seasons? So the premise <laughs> is this couple that looks like an American couple that yeah. owns a travel agency in yeah. D.C., but they are really Russian spies mm-hmm, for the KGB. For the KGB. And this was a premise of a really great book by Robert Ludlum, I think, wrote it, I think, mm-hmm. um, called The Charm School. Okay. Uh, if he didn't write it, it's another. But the premise of that was that in Russia, the train basically, just like in Russia, oh, you're a good gymnast, you're yeah. going to maybe do that. They'll take young kids that have an aptitude for language, and then they built like an American city and school hot so that they could raise these spies like so that they were Americans yeah. so that then they could plant them in America. It's basically kind of a little bit of the premise yeah, it, of the Americans because you would never in a million years know. But it, in the storytelling, there's some flashbacks as you get into the seasons and episodes. Learning more about what they did in the training. A little, a little yeah. bit of that. Uh, yeah. Carrie Russell is so committed to her role that Ugh. I don't think I can ever think of her any other it's, way. I thought I should be Felicity forever to no. me. No, no she I, killed right. it. Yeah, Yeah, she's good. She's very good, and she ended up falling in love with her co-star and left her husband. I didn't even know that. For Matthew Reese, that's right. Wow. And they are now married, and they're together, and they were, I guess, meant to be together. But it was kind of a scandal, but not really, because she just said nothing. Yeah, see? They broke up, and they just said nothing, and it was all settled. Yeah, she's so... He might have been in a relationship, but not married. Okay. She definitely was married Oh, now there's even layers to yeah, when I watch but their, it. Their chemistry is magic, and that show is really good. They are, but also her chemistry with is other that, people are it, also yeah, yeah, magic. Very good. A lot of good sex in that show. Mm-hmm. Is that streaming on Hulu, all the FX shows? Uh, it's on Prime. Oh, it is. Okay. All right. Listen, it is time for the Dirt Alert. Miss Brittany, we'll be right back.
Well, we found some dirt courtesy of the Daily Mail. I got to hand it to the Daily Mail in page six because they are just reveling in this Hilaria Baldwin story. (laughs) Oh, there's so much good about it. Exactly. So I thank them for uh, digging up the dirt like the Daily Mail did uh, this afternoon where they are taking us on a journey inside Hilaria and Alec Baldwin's New York wedding from back in 2012. Wait, they got a hold of like their wedding wedding video or tape or something? Well, (gasps) photographs at the very least. Okay, you guys. Considering what we now know about... Hilaria, nay Hillary Baldwin. It just brings secondhand embarrassment mm. to a whole new level. Mm-mm. I feel like I almost want to rapture myself from secondhand embarrassment, where it's just oof. She was really doubling down into her uh, Spanish persona at their wedding. Uh, there was flamenco fans as they exchanged rings <sighs> on the altar. Well, maybe she just likes the Spanish things. Right. Well, and that's one thing. It's one, I suppose it's, it could be one thing where it's like you like this and you Mm -hmm. want to incorporate it in a special moment of your life. Mm -hmm. But after all that we've learned in the past 36 hours. Yeah, all right. It puts things in in a different light um, because uh, Hilaria wore a white veil uh, at the crown of her head, reminiscent of a mantilla, a traditional oh, Mantia, Spanish yeah, lace yeah, yeah. Over, yeah, mantilla, yeah, that you wear over your head. Mm-hmm. And she later said, "I liked that I brought in a bit of my culture of her outfit." <sighs> she was born they, and raised they, in Boston. Oh, oh boy! I know it's like if you wanted to celebrate your true culture, Hilaria, you could have brought like a, a pilgrim a hat thing of dunk. Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee on the yeah. altar. You know. What else did they like learn? Patriots jersey. Well, they also learned that they exchanged wedding bands that has the turn Somos un buen equipo. We are a good team. Right. That is what's inscribed inside their rings. Mm-hmm. And Hilaria was waving a flamenco hand fan during their vow ceremony. Okay. You guys. So that is a lot. How about uh, what's the, the Vanity Fair to, uh, España story that she told in November 2012 about? Well, I don't have that right in front her of me. Her family Lori, but do you have the dirt on that. Well, she in the story she tells the story again. It's a story how her family couldn't understand how to pronounce her new last name. Baldwin. Mm-hmm. Now her parents oh. are also from Boston. She said, I had to repeat it to my family three times, Baldwin. And the third time they said, oh, we know who it is. Why didn't you pronounce? All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasts platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Bounce it right the first time. I mean, they're like fourth, fifth generation generation people from Massachusetts. They know how to say yeah. the word Baldwin. I think they're going to be okay with that. Now, uh, apparently at this 175 guest wedding, uh, she noted in her explanation about her background that 44 people flew into Spain for the event. Now, that's neither here nor there because Mm -hmm. that can be factually true that 44 people flew in from Spain, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they're from the country of Spain. You know, they just might happen to be there. There's a lot of... mm, Fibbing by omission with this Hilaria Baldwin story. Good and of course, Lord. Alec Baldwin dub- <laughs> doubling down on defending Hilaria Baldwin. He did this on uh, social media by giving a Mark Quain quote. And then once he was being criticized for this whole story, he told somebody to bleep off in true Alec Baldwin fashion. Oh, dear. Well, and then they're pulling up quotes from his book. And things saying, like, I really was excited to marry somebody who didn't know what subway tokens were. It's like, this girl's from Boston. What are you talking about? What? Hilaria Hilaria Baldwin went to New York University. Yeah. Okay. Will SNL make make fun of this eventually? Oh, I bet. Will they touch it when it comes back? What do you think? Oh, they have to. Holly? Well, it's interesting because I bet Alec Baldwin has a very tight relationship with Lauren Michaels. Yeah. Which is how he got to do the his whole impression. But they could do a very funny bit on this because there have been a lot of people that have faked accents over, you know, time. Do you think they'll have him in the loop? Uh, because they can't ignore it. If they ignore it, that's nonsense. Will but do you think over- they'll have him on the show for it in some way? No, because that's the only way he, if his publicist was smart, they'd say, be in on the joke. Yeah, well, I think so. That would be a good way. But I mean, I just think of other, like Dorit Kemsley from the Real Housewives yeah. of Beverly Hills. She's oh. got the craziest well, made we talk- up accent. Yeah, you and I were just talking off air about Madonna's accent for a year. We're glad that that uh, went away. Yeah, it was like a year after her and Guy Ritchie's divorce. Chet Hanks, Tom Hanks' son, has like a Jamaican patois. It's <laughs> like, you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, I don't know if Hilaria has been posting to Instagram after promising to take a good long break, but yesterday she was Uh, still posting. Yeah, I was going to say her good long break lasted about three hours and then (sighs) she came back with a vengeance. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see the storyline unfold with this, whether or not there'll be actual mm, repercussions in her career or whether or not it's just going to be really messy right now and then they're going to weather the storm. I well, know. I mean, she doesn't do, I mean, she, uh, every, like, she's, like, tried to do, a, be a cooking segment person on NBC, and then she was a lifestyle person for extra, but, I mean, I don't know, she's made this whole thing up. Rocco played a bunch of different things where she speaks in the different accent. I don't know, I feel like they have other people that they could, like, really put in her place. I don't know that she's really yeah. done that much. Sure. You know, to your point, Lori, where it's like, oh, she's one of those people that shows up as a correspondent for Extra. Or she has this blog or she's doing a podcast Uh or she's doing whatever. But at the end of the day, 
Hannah asked the question, I'm like, well, who is an authentic Hilaria Baldwin fan, specifically of her and what yeah. she does? Yeah. I, I mean, I I'm know. a bigger fan now than I've ever been. <laughs> I have learned more about her. I have watched more videos on her than I've ever experienced. Yeah, so, that's the upside for right? her. She's hanging her. But I mean, really, she's just told so many stories, basically, that she was... Uh, that she was from, you know, Spanish girl. She's just a pretty sociopath. And yeah. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> oh, my God. Could gosh. Chris Harrison be breaking up with The Bachelor, you guys? Mm. What? So no. No. Well, he knows where his bread is buttered. Well, here's the story, you guys. There's been speculation that Chris Harrison, host of The Bachelor franchise, could be leaving after nearly 20 years. Now, Page Six has learned that Chris Harrison is building a home in Austin, Texas, which is, you know, you look at a map, it's a long way from Los Angeles where The Bachelor and Bachelorette usually film. Now, Mm -hmm. rumors swirled this summer that Chris was quitting after Variety reported, excuse me, that he would for the first time uh, be missing several episodes of The Bachelorette and he was replaced by Jojo Fletcher. I think this is Chris Harrison's agent leaking a well-timed story Mm. as they're negotiating his next contract. That's what this Lord, feels like to me. Kiss. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really do. Because I, I mean, his son is going to school in yeah. Austin. He's probably buying a house. His kid is going to live in it next year when he's a sophomore. Yeah. He's up for renewal. They had a couple of the bachelorettes fill in for Chris when he was on his yeah. drop his kid off. And yeah, it's just a good, well-placed story, I think. That is a good assessment. Mm-hmm. Well, and as we've seen in the past couple of seasons, the Bachelor franchise isn't even filming in Los Angeles. This last season of The Bachelorette filmed near Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. And then the upcoming season of The Bachelor is filming in Pennsylvania. Oh, that's where Mike is? So, Bachelorette Mike? That's where they yeah. filmed that? Okay. Yeah, that's where they filmed it out in Pennsylvania. Yeah. This is the study of duh with noted academic journal skimmer, Lori. Everybody knows. Uh, yeah, everyone knows that guy. I love that guy. Everybody knows that guy. <laughs> Whoever that is. I know. I heard, I heard that uh, sound bite one night when I was watching a cartoon. And I was like, I need to use that. Yeah, that is so good. Okay, so, it's, all right, it was, a, it was Christmas a week ago. Yep. And it didn't take long for a one-poll survey to come out, really study of um, asking people who is the worst gift giver in your family. And I don't know if this is a duh or not. I, I, I was shocked on behalf of all of these people everywhere. But in this study, grandmothers are the worst <laughs> gift giver. And I just say that cannot possibly be Correct. Oh man, I always, I always thought that the grandmas get the best presents. We, my grandma does it right. It's all money. My mom, grandma just sends money. She's not going to try to figure out what her because she's got great grandkids. She's yeah. not going to figure out what Five Nights at Freddy's is or yeah. some Lego <laughs> Harry Maybe Potter. It's when you're a kid of a certain age and your grandma gets you an ugly sweater yeah. or something like that, but that's not been my experience. <laughs> I remember being little. And like circling things in the pennies and Sears catalogs. You know? mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I hope I hear grandma this yeah. Nintendo thing. Well, anyway, people would three in five Americans would rather get food as a holiday gift. 
And uh, the most undesirable gift is the number one is an ugly sweater. Hmm. People are tired of people picking out sweaters for them that they don't like and they would like to return them. I could see that. Tie is number two, but way down. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. But if you know what, dads, be better. Okay. I don't know what to give this you. year. Oh, you're right. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a that's a gift that If says I give my husband care. a tie, he'd be like, So you hate me. Right. Uh this was a Saturday night live skit with Kristen Wig. Oh yeah. The a robe. Oh right. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Casey, um, there was a year, Brittany, in our married life where we did not like each other and we're seriously thinking of not being together anymore. Mm-hmm. And it was about maybe two and a half years into his motorcycle accident and we hadn't gone to therapy or anything yet. Mm-hmm. We just were busy hating each other yeah, for yeah. numerous reasons. Yeah. And um, resented built up at that point. Well, and he wasn't a firefighter yeah. anymore and he had all these health things. Yeah. And I just was like, he was so crabby. Totally. And, uh, I could see that. Anyways, we didn't like each other anymore and, uh, and we went to therapy and got back together and everything was fine. Yeah. Put in the hard work. But that Christmas of our discontent, mm-hmm. Casey gave me a robe <laughs> and a and a pair of pajamas, Karen Newberger, and then his mom got the five hundred dollar day spa thing, and I. And it was a zip-up robe. Could you even? A zip-up robe. I've never worn a zip-up robe. That's what my mom wears. A zip-up robe? I don't even know what. That metal touching your skin out of the... Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. And I just looked at him, and I mean, I think we started therapy the next month or something. What did you get him that year? Do you even remember? I can't even remember. I'm sure it was something stupid, too. You're like... But that one was... His kids were old enough that they were like... How dare you? We know... Don't ever get a robe. <laughs> because I could not. You can't I hide it. I couldn't hide, hide it. I can't my hide my. No, I can't hide my emotions. And then, and it was like a velour zip up robe. <gasps> and the pajamas were like oh. cabbage patch print. Oh, just like. like he didn't like me at all. I know. He wanted you to look worse. Worse. Okay. Mugs. People don't like mugs. I don't know. People don't like candles, but I appreciate it good candle i like a good candle and also a candle says hey i don't know you really well but here you go but people won't be offended by this and unusual jewelry and socks even though i find okay yes unusual jewelry but i have always found at least when kids get older Mm -hmm. like we're talking at least maybe post-college socks are welcome because post-college people realize wow Socks cost money, and I don't want to spend my money on that because I'd rather go out with my money oh, and not buy socks. I will take a pair of smart wool any day. But uh, a lot of people, um, they give me the fun socks with dogs and stuff because a lot of people in our neighborhood, yeah. and I love them. Yeah. I think, they, you know, I love, I think those it's are about, I guess it's the age, but I yeah. mean, I think we can agree that, yeah, when you get a mug, it's like, wah, wah. Well, I have a hard time Unless with the mug. Unless it's a really, like <laughs> a friend of mine gave me the cutest chocolate, hot chocolate mug. Really? That had a spoon Aww. and it was so clever, but like just the regular any, old, any you're the greatest wear, yeah. mom mug. Any dishware, no thank you, because we have, like, I like our matching stuff. Like we, uh, yeah. from work, they give you a lot of times tumblers, right? And right. it's like, I, I, I bought actual stuff for my house and I don't. Yeah. 
I, mugs are hard too because we have we are emotionally attached to our mugs. We had to like fight over which ones were going to be there. Right. So I don't need a rando mug. Right. Right. This these are the same things. I say this study it does that this same list they could just repeat next year. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Rocco, did you get a, a, a tie, a mug, a scarf, a robe, a candle, or socks? Um, I did get some slippers, but I really liked them. I was very happy with those. Yeah. Were they anything, were they a specific thing? I feel like... Probably a good one. Well, they were... See, we uh, gifted ourselves a hot tub earlier this year. Oh, yeah. So these were kind of a slide-in, you know, totally. like slipper. With a grip bottom. Yeah. And she's That's like, you good. can wear these to the hot tub. I'm like, no, these are too comfy. I'm wearing these inside. Yeah, I know, but you do need a good pair of slippers yes. to go. I... Yes. I I got a fair pair of slippers, and they, you're right. You need them specific to your cause, because I wanted one in the back so I could let the dogs out. Mm-hmm. And I that took that was like yes, yes. That's I think once you find one specific to your needs, you're like yes. Slippers okay, are good. They are great. Here, okay. is a study of. Uh, I don't know how you guys are going to feel about this, but um, <laughs> I'm nervous. We are. They did this study before. COVID. So these numbers Uh are pre-pandemic. Okay. As millions of us watch and watch and watch and do a lot of stuff, we are, the average American will spend the equivalent of 44 years looking at some kind of digital screen. Oh no, this was before COVID. Before COVID. Oh no. Can you believe it? I'm so sick of those screen reports getting sent to me. Apple sending those on Sundays, those screen reports. Why do they do that? It's inappropriate. It Why? feels like an attack. Why do they do that? So I they don't, don't know. do that to Android users, let me tell you. You have to go searching for that info, don't you, Rocco? Uh, I've never gotten I a, think Google's. Well, maybe. I don't know. Do you ever get one on uh, an iPhone? Actually, Android? I don't think I do, to be honest. It's, the, it's, it hurts my feelings. And it's you can't unsee it because they'll show it right away. It, it's not like. Okay. Hey, the results here it is. They say the typical American. Is spending four and a half hours watching TV. Mm-hmm. This is per day. Four hours and a half looking at a smartphone, three hours of a gaming device, and five hours on a laugh- laptop. Holy crap. Oh, mine's so much phone. It's so much phone. That's lately. 17 hours and nine minutes a day, you guys. But that's, uh, mm, I don't yeah. want to defend it. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah, we're looking at 44 years of staring at a screen, and all these figures are pre-pandemic, that we are, I mean, we're lucky we have devices that connect us to the outside. Are we, though? Well. I think I I am ready to do a digital detox. I keep seeing it everywhere, and I think I'm ready, because I'm not doing too much (laughs) that I need to be in constant contact. I just love knowing everything, and it's so dumb. Like, I think I need to start keeping my phone plugged in somewhere else. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I quit wearing my Apple Watch because I was sick of being so in the know. I don't need to know when someone texts me. I can when text them later. When they even invented that thing, I'm like, who the hell would want that? I, I did. And I hate myself. For, I wanted to know. I wanted, oh, I'm, I'm keeping the note. Message you back. All this stuff. And now I'm like, you know what? A text can sit there for a couple hours. It's not the end of the world if my mom doesn't know exactly how to restart her Wi-Fi right yeah. then and there. Well, I mean, that this is pre, I mean, imagine so 44 scary. years, you guys. I and know. And they're looking at you as being... 60 years of your life living as an adult. So is that why we're so crabby and anxious? 44 years over six. Yeah, I don't know. Well, here, then I'll give you this study because 
If you want to, okay, if you want to stress less, do absolutely nothing. This is a, um, this was from a Dutch magazine. It's the Dutch art of doing nothing. Forget mindfulness. Just turn off your television. Turn up your to-do list. A new book reveals why the Dutch art of Nixon is the secret to happiness. Just do nothing. Do nothing and enjoy doing nothing and let yourself do nothing. Stop reading books you don't like. Quit watching shows you don't enjoy. If the news is stressing you out, stop watching it or stop reading it. I don't know it. how to be bored. I can't be bored. I refuse it. And it's, it's like such a weird feeling because it's as soon as I have two seconds, I'm doing, I'm watching TikTok. I'm playing a game. I can't be bored. Study after study backs it up. The Netherlands takes the world. Uh, I don't the, like the world that. happiness index. They always get it, but they also have a socialist smaller country more taxes everything is taken care of they don't have as much worries but they do practice nixon and it's just enormously beneficial because if you feel overwhelmed by responsibility you're supposed to bring in a little nixon and just do nothing do nothing and don't and and uh, like it i don't know i mean nix means nothing and Nixon means nothing-ing. Nothing-ing. <laughs> Let's do some nothing Yeah. Whether you're just, you know, you just let yourself wander and you don't. Right. Uh, it's not reading books. It's not watching TV. It's not browsing social media. It's just doing nothing. My brother swears by the hydrotherapy stuff. He loves that. And I think that's just an excuse. I mean, I think that's just a formal way of not having your phone. Like going into one of those, think the water. Oh, like a... Um, the Iso- not isolation hydrotherapy where they put where oh, you float in them. Mm-hmm. I think it sounds so claustrophobic. Um, there's one in St. Paul right on the corner of St. Clair and yeah, Fairview. And Casey did this a couple times. Did he like it? Well, he was trying to get some relief for his back pain. Yeah. Um, he decided that for what it costs, he'd yeah. rather have a massage. Okay. You know, like... The, and that's a good... Yeah, maybe that's how I'll start is something like that, just formal. But I yeah, I but suck it, at doing nothing. I'm so bad at it. Well, mm-hmm. I want you to practice some Nixon. Oh, you've given me too many things to self-improve. <laughs> Rocco and Nixon-y. I think can do it. Nixon. How yeah. do you say it? I, I don't know. Nixon. I was, should I do... I'll go to my Google thing. Who do you think? It's spelled N-I-K-S-E-N. And um, and it's uh, Dutch. It's Dutch. And it can help you if you're feeling overwhelmed or you're feeling very unable to cope with stress. And you need to get rid of stress. And just the Dutch art of Nixon. Okay. Hmm. Nothing-ing. Dutch <laughs> is what art. I'm working on it. Okay. All right. We'll, All right. we'll look for that when we come back. We'll be right back. Here's what else I'm bringing you. Yeah. I'm just catching up on some things. Okay, this is what Sophie Turner said a few weeks ago. Oh, come on. Don't like give, just now last it's giving week. me the ad. Okay. So we're going to skip that. Okay. It, I had we'll come back to Sansa. Now, Lisa, let's just go over some of the words that we've learned in the last few weeks. Yeah. Now, here's the one that Julie always struggles with. Hygge. H-Y-G-G-E. Oh, yeah. Hygge. The art of being cozy. <laughs> yes. And here is um, in Norwegian, there is no bad weather, only bad clothes. Yep. Preach. Here's another one of Lori's favorite. This one's Italian. Sprezzatura. Sprezzatura. 
That's love like, that. Yeah, that's a casual That's our act. guy from yes. right, Bridgerton, Rige Jean-Paul. The Duke of Hastings. The Duke of Hastings is full of spritz. I'm pura. so into him. And here's our newest uh, Dutch word. Nixe. 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 Hmm. That means nothing. Let's do nothing. The Let's do nothing. To just get good at it. A.K.A. torture. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's no such thing as bad weather, just bad clothes. That is one long damn word. That's, you know what? And also not true. No, that is true. Mm, there are some days here where I feel like... If you have the right clothes... <sighs> I think so, too. Rocco and Julie and I are all on the side of... Now, if you are in bad weather with the wrong clothes, it is miserable. Miserable. Terrible. Like, if you're someplace... Okay, but like... And and we're talking to somebody who's spent time in Iraq. Yeah. There's some bad weather over there. Yeah, but... I mean, I'll take... uh, That's not true. I was going to say, I'll take a sandstorm over... Cold weather. You can't. I, there's just some. At some point, we have to acknowledge that there are days where you can put your warmest on. Yeah. And you're. But maybe you're right. Maybe I just don't have the stuff. Maybe you don't want to be the weather bunny that tests uh, your. I'm not. No. Wardrobe choices and. You're and like, I don't want to do yeah. nothing. I don't want to be cold. I mean, I'm just I'm negative not, by accident today. I'm way. I'm that way though. Like with skiing. Yeah. I absolutely think there's nothing worse than skiing in when it is sleeting, mm-hmm. blizzardy. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm so miserable because I can't see. I have depth perception thing. Then you yeah, got yeah, that yeah. vision thing, and then I'm scared. Yeah, yeah, and it's not yeah. fun being scared. You know, up there. yeah. So like that, I am really like I'm sunny pack powder. <laughs> Let's go skiing, <laughs> yeah. sunny pack powder. Right, I'll be. In- I'm a fair weather skier, so yeah. I mean, there's that, but. I don't know. And here's the last thing we need okay. to catch up. This is what Sophie Turner said. Okay. If I can wear a mask while I give birth, you can wear a mask at Walmart. Yes. <laughs> I Thank love you, her. Sophie Turner. I love her. Mask. Mask. While, while, mask. Mask. while I give birth. Um, what does it mean if you drop an album and nobody buys it and nobody talks about it? You know mm. what I'm talking about? Mm, like Eminem or something? Or what are we no. talking about? Who are you talking about? Someone who's been invisible on social media since November 4th and also invisible from his wife's social media posts all through this holiday. That would be, that's right. He has disappeared from public view, but on Christmas Day. Oh, no. He He did not. I didn't even know. He dropped a surprise 12-minute EP. Uh, It's called The Manual, and... um, it's not by him, but he dropped it on, I don't know if he's got a label or whatever, but it's his Sunday services choir, some of whom are suing him for not getting paid this year. It is not selling at all. It's not doing anything. It's not on iTunes. It did make it to number 12 on the Christian Gospel Chart. And of the five tracks available on YouTube, the most viewed one had 22,000 views. It's been ignored. Uh, and Kanye, we don't know where he is. Well, here's the thing. I, I actually I'd to, like... I'd love to hear from some of those singers. I I love me some Kanye yeah. in some aspects. Um, yeah, agreed. Do you uh, think he's in a controlled situation right now? No. Well, I, but the problem I'm having at this moment 
is there is some karma aspects. Um, I still go back to when he took that mic from Taylor. Yeah. So Taylor drops two albums and it's world renowned and Kanye does one in the dark. I am done for him to be pain is his. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think we can all move on. But there is a part of me that kind of enjoys this. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe, maybe, I mean, Kim hasn't mentioned him. I know. Well, they're divorcing. She's getting some distance and they're divorcing. Yeah. You know that there's. When he, is it because he refuses to take his bipolar medication? Would that be the line for you guys that would you be like, come on? If he can't help man. yourself, yeah, I think there's a lot there. I think I think it's it's they've pulled a lot of cards, and I think that they realize they have no control over him, and they're done. Well, if you know he he by his own admission he does not like taking medication. Yeah. And I think I just, okay, I think well, at this ahead. point, it's costing her money to be with him. You think? Oh, yeah. All right, Rocco, what do you so think? So I have dug up the album. Yeah. Did you read what it is? I mean, it's it says it's um, a composition of new sound inspired by ancient and Latin music. And here's what it sounds okay. like. That's track two. Here's track no, one. What? That's track one. So you can see why not a lot of people are talking yeah. about it. Here's uh, track three. This actually might be kind of nice on yeah. Sunday mornings or something. I mean, this is like what I could go to sleep to. It sounds like a choir singing in Latin. Yeah, so that Catholic is Church. a Sunday service okay. choir. That anyway, no one, EP. no one bought it. Yeah. He dropped it, and so but he dropped it, and nobody's going to pick it up. Nobody's picking it up, and um, I don't know. I don't know what to, I don't know what to say about that. Uh, Kanye, get well. Well, I just wonder, you know, if he's in Wyoming. Yeah, if he's gone somewhere. I, I think he's, he's got that thing where. If he was any other person, he could get help. But since he's got all the resources, it's going to take a while. And the thing is, too, I mean, his brain, the reason his brain, the reason he's produced great art is because his brain isn't quite the same as the rest of us. Yeah, I agree with that. And that's the same reason why he's having problems, right? Yeah, and I think that's a common, you know, thing is that if you're thinking differently and you're, I don't know, I mean, the way I feel about, like, I do love that he did call Chris Jenner this year, Chris Jung Un. That might have been one of my <laughs> That's favorite. That's really good. Slams of 2020 coming from Kanye it's, when he was like, "They're out to get me," and I've been trying to get a divorce. And Chris Jung Un is running the show over here, and I was just like, oh. "Chris Jung Un." That's good. I mean, at this point. He is such a liability for the Kardashians in their mind. They're not going to keep him a lot around oh. for much longer. Oh man! But they they've got some. They've got a very cute family. Yeah, they do. All right. If you need some good reads for this winter, check out our list of great books curated by the Star Tribune. That's on the Low J page, and then also the twenty five culture moments of twenty twenty, and a great story about Bridgerton's Queen Charlotte. If mm-hmm. you're obsessed with that, we'll see you guys tomorrow.